So welcome back to another episode of the Lift Your Life podcast. And once again, I'm joined by an amazing human for an amazing guest podcast. I'm absolutely smashing my New Year's resolutions. And um, she's definitely an amazing person because all the best people have the same name, right? All the best people have this name. 100%. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> it's someone who's, you've only realistically come into my life like a couple of months back, but I feel yeah. like I've known you my entire life or a lot longer than I have in terms of our connection and how well we get along and how we speak. And it's been really lovely to meet you, obviously, one, just fitness, coaching, that sort of shebang, but more so from the perspective of what we're both going through at this moment in time. So if you don't mind doing that really awkward thing of having to introduce yourself, (laughs) a little bit about you, what you do, where people can find you on social media, that would be great, just so we can get that out of the way and then crack on with the good stuff of of this topic of podcast. Yeah, no worries. I mean, this is something that I hate and so does everyone else, but... Hi, I'm Lucy, Lucy number two. How should we refer it? Well, I'm just going to call you Lucy and you're going to call me Lucy, right? Yeah, we'll do, we'll do that. We'll do that. Yeah. Um, so I'm Lucy. I am an online health and fitness coach for females. I'm also, I have a full-time job, which is a quantity surveillance. So I work in the construction industry, which not many people know. Um, and recently, I, well, for the past two years now, I have been working towards getting my menstrual cycle back I didn't really have one for a very long time and I didn't actually realize that you know it wasn't normal to have a cycle Mm. along that time throughout my whole life I was always wanting to lose weight I struggled with my weight my whole life so there'd been a lot of dieting a lot of excessive training and you know up until this point until I got more educated and realized that you know not having a period isn't healthy I decided to take a step back from physique goals and start working towards um regaining my cycle and working on my health which is amazing absolutely amazing because it's not an easy thing to do as I know and I think what we want to talk about today is exploring obviously the importance of it why it's significant why it's important because like we were actually talking about before we press record like you know you were saying to me I didn't even realize how important it was and we, we don't do we get taught the very basics about sort of yeah. periods and again very basics around contraception and those sorts of things in sex ed at school but the actual real ins and outs and importance and significance is totally brushed over and to this day yeah. I, don't, I don't know why because it's not the most complicated thing in the world and it happens to all of us so we should exactly I think as well like I was saying to you wasn't I before this that you know I'm 30 years old and until this past year I didn't have a clue really about periods I don't know whether that was because I wasn't having them so it for me it was kind of just like it was a normal thing to not have them but as females like we should have a right to know what is right for us and what is what is not and like you said it is it is brushed over totally and you know I know we'll get into this later in the podcast but you know the effects of not having a period is so detrimental on your health like not just because you know you want a family let's say one day like there's just so much more to it so it is really important to speak about and I know that people are speaking about it more so now but I think there's a lot of people that still need to be made aware of you know the health consequences and the impacts that it has 100% because I know I've spoken to quite a few people about it and sort of explained the health side and they're like I didn't know that and I'm like yeah you're a grown woman yeah it's it's honestly it's honestly scary like it really is Exactly. So if we can do one thing in this podcast, besides we give you a bit of entertainment on your walk or your cardio or whatever, 
it's hopefully educating you and you can pass some of this on to people you know as well and like we can just have like a bit of a domino effect of education but on your side of things then mate when was like the first time fitness weight loss was kind of introduced into your life what's kind of like your first memory of starting in fitness or starting some sort of pursuit of fat loss if you can remember that far back because I'm sure you've slept a bit since then (laughs) so um my first memory of of actively trying to lose weight was definitely in school I was bullied as a child because I was overweight and that happened throughout my whole school years and kids as we all know can be cruel yeah and it was losing weight was the only thing that I thought that I could do to make myself it sounds awful but like be liked by people and not have this constant dread of going to school and being picked on all the time um but obviously back in that day I'm saying it was like flipping 100 years ago obviously it wasn't but in that time when I was growing up and I was young there was all of this like skinny ideals and I think we're coming away from that now but it was all this you know eat low fat um special k diet and all and all that stuff like I tried every single diet under the sun and I was actually thinking about this before this podcast like the past year and a half is probably the longest time I haven't actively tried to diet amazing which is quite scary actually isn't it it is when you actually put it like that it is scary like I've always I've been on and off a diet like throughout my whole life Mm -hmm. um and I started to do things like slimming world and slim fast and made up my own diets just to lose 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 weight um and it worked in the short term but obviously like everything you know it doesn't it's not what kind of keeps you off um so yeah that was where my dieting at first came from Mm. and that's quite actually when you put like it's been that long since you how old were you? Do you remember like 14, 15? Yeah, 13, 14, yeah. 13, 14. Yeah. So that's like coming up to two decades when you put it like that of like dieting and there'll be people who listen to that who are in the same boat, which again is yeah. scary, but I feel like that's a whole rant in itself. But what point then did you start to have problems or issues from a menstrual cycle perspective then? Was that quite early on in your journey? Was that a more recent thing? When did when did that start to come to light for you? When did you lost it or got irregularities or whatever that looked like for you? Yeah, so I was quite a late starter in my period anyway. I don't know whether it's because I was premature, so I was born quite early, so obviously things were just kind of taking time to catch up. Um, But I remember all my friends getting their period, and I kept saying to my mum, why why haven't I got my period yet? And she said, it'll obviously come when it's ready. Um, But I think I was probably, it was this December, because I'd gone away with my dad, um, and it was New Year, and I was around 16. I would turn in 17 in the July the next year. So I was quite a late starter. Um, and I remember coming on my period and it only lasted two days. And then I was expecting, obviously, it's happening in a month's time, another month's time. But I went six months with with nothing again. Mm. Um, so my mum took me to the doctors and they put me on the pill to regulate my period. Yeah. And obviously, if there was education out there at that time... I would have known that, you know, something else needed to be looked into because the pill is obviously just putting a plaster over what may be going on. Yeah. So ever since then, I was on the pill pretty much up until January 2021. So a good couple of years. I tried quite a few different pills. Um, 
one of them just sent my moods absolutely mental and I was tired all the time. Um, so I ended up going on to the progest progesterone, can never say that word. Progesterone, yeah. Progesterone only pill. So I didn't have a bleed then, but then there was a time where I was just bleeding through it constantly. Um, so they upped it to two pills a day. So I was basically doing that for, yeah, it's mad. So I was basically doing that for a good couple of years. Um, then I decided to take a break from it because I thought it's this is not right. And I'd met Shugs at the time. Um, and I thought then I was having regular periods after that, but it turns out it was just my hormones kind of settling back. What is it called? Like a, not breakthrough bleed. Uh, I had probably three. I had probably three. Like bleeds after. Bleeds yeah. afterwards, yeah. Um, And then I went back on the pill again. Because I thought I need to, I need to be safe here. I'm now in like a, a long-term relationship. Um, and I wasn't ready to have kids at that time. So it only got until I think December 20, what, 20, December 2020. And I was doing um like a nutrition holistic health course, EIQ nutrition. Um, and one of the modules was women's health, and it was saying um about HA. So obviously missing periods. Um, and it was saying that, you know, you shouldn't be dieting. Um, you need to kind of reduce your training and all the sort of stuff. And then I was seeing loads of content on, you know, the effects of not having a period um, and how detrimental it is. And at the time I was going into uh, a diet for a photo shoot mm. in the March. But I didn't really, I th it was on my mind playing, playing on it, but I really want to do this photo shoot, which yeah. I, I know a lot of people will probably could be in the same position, you know, like they're pursuing physique goals, but, and they're trying to wait for, you know, the right time to get it back. So I started obviously going along with the photo shoot yeah. um, and, and I thought, right, I'll just sort it out after. From that January 2021, I actually decided to come off the pill to see if anything would just kind of work out on its own um and then I was waiting and nothing happened for two years after that I feel like I've just gone on a massive tangent I'm ever so sorry oh, that's great that's that's a full backstory I don't have to put any prompts in it makes my life easier <laughs> cool and what you said there about the the you know the dieting for the shoot and actually starting to realize something was wrong but having that like dichotomy right I can imagine it's like something don't feel right here but at the same time I really want to pursue this goal yeah now this is like it's obviously quite a hard one to reflect back on but what do you think at the time because you were at a crossroads there right what drew you to seeing that shoot prep through versus going actually do you know what maybe I need to take a step back and actually just focus on this. What do you think pulled you to finish that prep? Was it that you were halfway through it? Was it that that's what you actually just wanted to do? Like what what drew you to carry on even though you felt don't feel right for me? Yeah, so I went to the gynecologist probably a month before the the dieting ended and before the photo shoot. Um, and they basically said that, you know, you need to make some lifestyle changes. I hadn't, I had my bloods done. They all came back normal, which mm. I'm sure we can talk about later, but you know, just because your blood's come back normal, if you're still not having a period, then something is definitely still wrong. Um, but yeah, and I just, I really wanted to do the shoot. Like I, I wanted to go away on holiday and felt great as well because I was going on holiday straight after. Um, and I wanted to see it through, but obviously now, would I have pulled, out, pulled it out of it straight away? Yes. Yeah. 
I can fully relate. Yeah. Sorry, mate. I did like a full sheet full well knowing it wasn't there. And I started knowing it wasn't there. So yeah, I'm worse than you on that one. But I think... I mean, I think sorry, go on. Go on. No, you go. You go. People have heard no, me I, talk enough. You go. I, I think for me, a lot of it was I kind of just settled with the fact that I just didn't have a period. But it would always it would come up in my mind every couple of months thinking I need to go and book that gynecologist appointment. But then something else would happen in life and then I would just kind of let it dwindle under dwindle under. And it wasn't it wasn't at the top of my priority list. And to be honest, I was in that mindset of, oh, I don't want kids yet. So it don't matter. Yeah. But until I started really like sitting myself down and thinking, actually, no, like what are the health implications of this? And you know, even if I did want to pursue and pursue goals, I'm not going to get to the place that I want to be without my health not being in a good spot. Yeah. Um. So there was all of that going on as well. Yeah. I I think a lot of it for me was at first it was lack of education. When I first lost them, I didn't really know what much of a problem it was. Yeah. But then at the same time, I think there's also were you in the industry at that point in terms of being a coach and yeah pressure. Yeah. To- yeah certain way and I'm gonna guess as well right putting updates on your Instagram when you were doing your shoot prep quite a yeah. few more likes I've got 100% yeah all that social validation it's it's quite addicting isn't it whether people like to admit it or not and people will admit it or not everyone one of the core things that humans want is to to be you know connected and like it's one of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs like yeah. we just want that connection and belongingness yeah when you put something on social media and you get twice as many likes twice as many comments dms that you wouldn't normally get whether people will admit to say or not they fucking like it yeah oh no absolutely it it gives you that sense of of feel good but then the problem is with that is that anything else that you do or if you ever come away from it you don't ever feel as good enough so you tie in this whole better physique better success more likes better self-worth better person yeah. not the truth at all but that's why it can feel hard to not do it which is probably why you then went well I want to see this through because I'm getting all this good stuff coming from it so what's another couple of months yeah and at the time as well I thought until obviously I've had this big like perspective change I thought that you know if I wasn't working on any physique goals or I wasn't in the best shape that possibly could be then it would dwindle my credibility as a coach which I've done a lot of work on self-worth body image over the past year and when I look back I just think oh my god I just feel so upset for you that you was in that position and you felt that way yeah but now I'm like oh my god thank god that I did all of this stuff and took a step back from seagulls because it's just changed how I see fitness it's changed how I coach it's changed you know what I think of myself it's it's honestly been the best experience that I've I've actually put myself through and the most rewarding as well Mm. And that's really cool to be able to say that because in the moments, like for something like people like myself who may be more in the trenches of it, it yeah. doesn't feel that way. But I feel like it's like that. It's like that with a lot of things, right? Like you've got to kind of get through it to realize that it is a good thing. Yeah. So on that note, then you've done your shoot, done all the snappy pictures and everything. What kind of happened from that moment on then? Was it an immediate, right? I've ticked that box. Let's move on to the next one. Or was it quite a slow, gradual transition? What happened? It was, it was definitely a slow, gradual tra- transition. I... I'd had the gynecologist appointment in the February, I think it was, early March. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said that they were going to see me, I think, in August again. Um, but they they said, look, do what you need to do. So I played it down to them and said, oh, I've only got two weeks of this 
of this diet she left and they said you need to make some lifestyle changes you need to reduce your stress you need to eat enough food uh relax a bit more like reduce your training and I was like right okay but in the back of my mind I was thinking but what does that mean like you know I'm am I gonna you know gain weight gain all this body fat again like I don't my life had been you know all of this routine like really active tracking my food meticulously like dieting or just feeling like I was disciplined I was consistent I didn't know what life looked like with reducing all of that Mm. so I was just trying to I was tracking at the time I was eating at maintenance I think I was still probably training four times a week um and I was still kind of hitting a certain step goal um and to be honest Luz it got to probably October I was looking at my Instagram just to kind of look at a timeline, got to October and I thought, I just need to really sort this out. I need to go, I need to go all in because at this point it'd been a year and a half that I'd come off the pill and, and no period. And they usually say like, it's six six months for it to come out of your system, let your hormones regulate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, you share a period, but obviously a year and a half, I was just thinking, shit, no, this is, this is a very long time, like something is wrong and I, and I need to, I need to sort it out. So it wasn't until the October that I decided to to go all in and seek support. But at that time, I hadn't uh, hadn't gone and found the coach that I'm working with now, Danny. Um, but I was obviously doing all my research online, and it was like eat two thousand five hundred calories, and I was like, right, okay. But then I was like, well, no, that's way too much for me, and I'm just going to gain weight. So obviously, that was a massive thing as well. Um, I remember going to acupuncture too and I was taking these bloody 50 pills a day of these Chinese medicine and boiling these teas and I did that a couple of times then I was like what are you doing whether it helped or not I don't know because I actually had a period in the January but with that I was eating a lot more food and I had reduced my training quite quite a bit um but yeah I didn't actually really seek support from a coaching perspective until January Mm -hmm. You did a few bits on your own. So what yeah. was a light bulb moment for you to go, I need I need to just commit to this? Was there something or was it did it just kind of feel like a bit like an accumulation of just like we um, and then a, right, no, I'm 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 doing this now. I'm I'm doing this for myself. There was a point where I was really struggling with with food and especially overeating. I was trying to track and trying to keep in control of everything. Um and I just I felt like every time I was tracking and I was eating enough, um, I was still thinking about food all the time and it was driving me up the wall. And I just felt so confused with all of the advice given out. But to be honest, there isn't actually that, there isn't that much. No, not. It's just, it's just quite blanket stuff. So like, I was always questioning whether I was doing the right thing. I was totally in my head about everything. Um, and it did get to a point, I think it was, end of November where I saw the Flourishing Society content and I reached out to um, Danny, who is obviously my coach now. Um, And then I got kind of more support within that way of the modules that they were doing um, at the time. Um, And then it kind of just went from there. But yeah, I think it was just the sole confusion. And I wanted to, at the time, I wanted to get my period back quick so I could then and it sounds awful, but then I could lose the body fat again and continue with normal life. But again, that has that has changed for me as well with how I think about um physique goals and things now. 
It's amazing. So what did that process look like for you then? So obviously you were like sort of tracking and that, you know, sort of reducing your training and things. What did the actual like getting the period back process look like for you? Because this is the thing, right? Like you said, it's very blanket, blanket textbook advice. It's a very, it still doesn't seem to be very well like understood and spoken about this HA opposed to like PCOS and endometriosis and those sort of things. Like there seems to be a lot more out there on those things. And it just seems to be, the blanket statement is less exercise. It's kind of the opposite of what most people get told for fat loss, right? It's like, absolutely, yeah. Eat less, move more. And for us, it's move less, eat more and bring your stress down. But that's such a multidimensional and faceted thing. Because I remember a very classic sort of, you know, pre-contemplation in a recovery thing. I probably spent about two, three years prior to actually committing to this, which was like sort of like last year, researching yeah. the fuck out of it like if there's a podcast about it I've listened to it 10 times yeah talk <laughs> about it I've read it 10 times so I could tell you everything about it but I never implemented it yeah but what I found was very fascinating was like how different it looks for everyone and again I was the same as you I was a bit like 2,500 calories the highest I got to in my off season was 2,400 yeah I can't do that and that was in a gaining phase and I can't not exercise I don't I don't have the mental capacity for fucking yoga and those sort of things <laughs> So what was your approach? Because I think what I want to get out here is there's the that is the generic, right? It is move move less, eat more, yeah, bring down your stress. But that is like saying to a fat loss client, right? Just eat less and move more. That is the fucking science, but that yeah. that's not that's not how it works. Some people need more work on their mindset. Some people, you know, it, it's very unique. So what did it look like for you specifically? What was that process and how did it how did it help you get your periods back, do you think? What was the main things? So to be honest, I actually did work on all three mm-hmm. things. But for me, I don't know whether it was a case of increasing my food intake to a point where my body feels safe. Mm-hmm. Because to be honest, I wasn't I wasn't overtraining and I wasn't over I wasn't doing a shit ton of cardio at the time. Um but it's good to be able to, you know, pull back from each different area because sometimes Lewis, you might not even know what is causing it it can be a combination of of all three like uh, let's say if you were you know massively underweight and really low levels of body fat and you were doing twenty thousand steps a day an hour of cardio a day there is definitely some sort of you know drive to say right well we need to reduce stress on the body by bringing your cardio down your steps down and we also need to get some body fat on you to a healthy percentage so it, it can be really difficult and this is why i recommend like working with a coach if you have the capacity to because it's really going to help you but I think just starting and looking at all bases is what I did I just well we set up myself a goal of just going outside for a walk daily and not getting any excessive steps so to be honest my steps went down by half Mm. I really cut them down and I was I wasn't really actively going out for a walk I was just taking the dog for a walk and I wasn't thinking right shit I need to go get a walk in now um my training I made sure that I wasn't training to failure so I and that was really difficult for me because again I felt like you know I'd only have a good session if I was you know taking myself to you know the the end limit yeah um so I really worked on that and to be honest my I kind of felt I love for training a little bit I felt a little bit lost in the gym um so my training was quite on and off but I had to then reframe that and say, actually, no, training is really good for my health and it'll support my bones and it's good for my mind. 
Um, so I just basically started focusing on how the movement felt and working on my technique and form and tempo. Um, and then the food was a big one for me. So I actually stopped tracking calories, mm. which sometimes isn't advised for people, especially if they're known to undereat. But for me, because I was overeating, there was no chance of me, you know, not eating enough. Um, so I really tapped into, you know, eating intentionally. And I wouldn't say intuitively because I would have to eat every couple of hours, even when I was not hungry, to make sure that, you know, you're not in a deficit throughout the day. Because essentially, HA is your body shooting down your menstrual cycle because you don't have enough energy. So for me, working on a relationship with food and eating intentionally for that. I think that's what really helped. I also looked at lifestyle things such as like reducing my caffeine intake. Mm. I, what else did I do? I really nailed down on my sleep, um, making sure that I got good quality sleep because I was the type of person, loose that used to try fit everything into a day, which I still am. Um, but I used to wake up at four o'clock in the morning and go to bed at 11 because I thought, oh, the earlier I get up, the more things I can I can get do. Done, take off, yeah. Um, but yeah, like sleep is obviously a massive thing. It's where we like repair um, and essentially rest. And I just wasn't forcing myself to do anything. Like if if I felt like there was a day where I was shattered and my old mindset would have been, I have to go to the gym, I have to get it done. Mm. I listen to myself and think, today is not the day that you actually have to go to the gym and maybe a little bit more rest will actually help you. Um, so I'm sorry if that's not answered your question, but I think yes. I think probably increasing my food intake and not having these pulling back, overeating, pulling back, overeating and just reducing stress on my whole body. So again, lowering my training sessions. I introduce yoga as well, which obviously can help regulate the nervous system. Have you started doing yoga? I've the fucking mental capacity from me. No, no. Um, some people just don't. Some people just don't gel with it. But I, I fucking love it. <laughs> I'm like really, really struggling that um in the event because I think we've got yoga, aren't we? In the um, the flourishing event, yeah. be like like fucking naughty child. It's like I can't do this because <laughs> I my mind and brain is like people joke that I'm like undiagnosed ADHD and stuff, which I definitely am not. But because I just can't like focus on things and like I find it really hard to slow down and do things. Yeah. things like that I just get like five minutes and I'm like I can't I need to do something else yeah. <laughs> so maybe two minutes at a time but that's really fascinating and one thing that I've I've noticed on my journey is that I until I've took a big step back and had that support I didn't realize how like stressed being obsessed with the meticulous things was because I just thought it was oh I'm just someone who wants to tick every box really well like I said I'm a go-getter I want to get up on early and I want to tip my steps yeah. and do my workouts and hit pbs and make sure my macros are spot on and it's not until I've moved back I'm like that's not normal so were yeah. you like that did you like with your steps were you always checking them that sort uh, of yeah thing? I didn't realize how intense that was until I took a step away from that myself yeah, no, like I took like I've never done, but I've never you know competed or done anything like that. But I was really into my training. Don't get me wrong, I still am, um, and but I was really meticulous with everything, and I didn't realize I took my watch off. So I tried, yeah, well done, yeah, um, and I didn't realize how much I was tapping at that to the point where like I'd be going for walks and I'd be like, right, have done enough. And only going on the walk for solely just steps. But yeah. now I'm like, what's the actual hell? And I actually say this to my clients. I'm like, yes, 
steps matter but it's it's more about the intention of actually going outside getting the daylight moving more enjoying that yeah 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 exactly um and once you start to step away from like tracking your data and you start to look back and think what you actually did and don't get me wrong I was saying this to a client and checking earlier that these things are favorable depending on what goal you're going for and everything has its place but for me right now it it doesn't and but for me to look to stand away and look at that and think shit like you know people that look onto me that aren't you know into health and fitness like they think that I wasn't normal for going out for a walk at lunchtime or but maybe not to that extreme but you know a lot of people aren't doing these these things but I think sometimes you when you take a step back you can think oh my god shit like I was so in my own head like that's all I cared about yeah. I forgot like everything else that that matters like I wouldn't even have a lay-in with shrugs on a Sunday because I'd be like right up out for steps do you know what I mean so like I was missing out on those things too 100% I can so relate my whole day was my whole schedule and life was around those things like everything was made to fit and if it didn't fit it didn't fit whereas now I feel like I'm transitioning to a space of right well if I've got other things that I want to do and my steps don't fit or my workout doesn't fit then that's okay because that's part of life as well and I didn't realize how intense that was taking over until until you've had to strip it back and think fucking hell what a few years that's been um so as we know when we were talking about earlier not having a menstrual cycle the initial thing you think about is kids right is like right well I don't want kids it's not a big deal I know that was my first thought it's like well I'm single, probably single forever, so it's fine. Don't matter. Don't want kids. We're good. But it's not until you 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 search it and look beyond it that you realise not only are there potential long term health implications, but actually there's implications in the here and now that you probably don't realise until again you've come out of it. So from like a side effects perspective of not having a period, did you notice anything at or realise now that you've come out the other end of maybe how you were feeling or things that were going on for you as like side effects whilst whilst you didn't have one? Yeah, I think because I went I went so long without actually feeling what it's meant to feel like. And obviously I had other like hormones from the pill in my body and they weren't obviously my own. I didn't realise how just detached I felt from knowing my own body. Mm. Like all the past last week, I've known that something has been up and I've known that I've not been myself. And, you know, this a couple of days ago came a period and I thought, oh my God, I, I just feel like I'm connected to my body so much more. Um, another thing that I've noticed as well is, and this is probably also to do with obviously increasing my food intake, is I feel so much more energised. I have less slumps in, in the afternoon um, because I felt like I was always tired. Hmm. all the time um my sex drive was I wouldn't say non-existent but it was a lot lower than it is now yeah um and I think I want to call this a side effect but I just think my quality of life has improved hmm. a lot but again that that matters it really does it does and that's interesting again because everything like side effects wise is going to be different for everyone because what you said is quite was quite important earlier and that your bloods came back normal and that's quite a common one with HA. Yeah. Now when I first ever got mine done, and I've had many a blood test throughout my time, I've never done anything about it, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> and my estrogen has always been low, like yeah. bottom out low. So I felt like I've had a lot, a lot of my side effects and symptoms that I've had 
like if you google menopause side effects and symptoms they're basically the same because it's the same thing that's going on right it's the lack yeah. of estrogen yeah but I've had a lot of things to do with like mood and anxiety I've had a lot of things to do with like you know brittle hair and nails and those sort of things and you know joint aches and pains like I'm still not great with that now like my knees feel about 50 from time to time and I absolutely yeah. love that I'm like I'm half of that age I shouldn't be feeling that but yours are different and that's because you had different you know experiences in terms of the hormone levels but that is really important and I think that's where people listening to this who maybe don't have a period need need to understand because what's going to happen is if you don't have one your GP is probably first part of call gonna definitely probably suggest the pill yeah (laughs) yeah and if not okay let's see what's happening let's get some bloods done yeah blood test could come back clear as day you are fine you are healthy not a problem and this is where understanding this i think is is really powerful right because otherwise nothing's going to happen yeah no exactly like i think if your bloods come back uh you know normal like-minded push for more i went and pushed for scans and i didn't actually have this but there's also a scan on your brain that you can have your pituitary gland scan (laughs) yeah yeah good um that that was back in that was back in the day that was like when i had um so stupid when i had an eating disorder and i was like obviously severely poorly and unwell and they're like she's not having periods let's do a brain scan to check she doesn't have a um a tumor it's like hun you can see i just need to yeah in a bit of weight and I'll probably be okay but no I yeah. have had that done myself it's so fucking yeah. boring me yeah. being overstimulated being sat in a machine for about an hour I was like oh, worst nightmare I can't I need to do something <laughs> it's awful so not yeah. if you need to get it done do it but I wouldn't recommend at the same time yeah no I never went for it I just kind of said that I would try and take regular blood tests but even then like when I went and asked for a second blood test just to see what was going on um the doctor was like, oh, we don't really do like routine. We don't really do regular ones. And I thought, well, why? I'm asking I'm asking for my health. But again, they all came back normal. Stress hormone came back normal. But so it's really important that, you know, even if your bloods do come back normal, if you're still not having a period, then something is definitely going on. And going back on the pill, because I've been offered it so many times before to, to get my periods back. And I'm like, yeah, but that is just masking it. I know clients that have happened as well. And because you're longing to get your period back so quickly. I can see why it's an easy option for people or want to go down, but you know, in the long run, you're just going to be in the same position and it's just been masking it. So it is really important. You know, if you do, if you're not sure, like obviously reach out to one of us, like we can put you in touch with, you know, someone that can help as well if we can't. Um, But yeah, I think just, obviously go and get the test that you need to do by the GP, but definitely seek support from people that are going through it or have gone through it or help people through it. Cause it, it can be an incredibly, incredibly challenging time. And I know that there's so many times that I've wanted to back out. Um, but not ha- if I didn't have that support, I probably would have backed out. Agreed. hundred percent. And yeah. then what you said there about like the pill, cause it probably will be offered at some point. Like I know I, very very early on in my journey because what we're in 2024 now when like this kind of came to light for me in 2021 but I didn't really take the action like that I was meant to and I spoke mm-hmm. with the gynecologist and they were just like right what we need to do is just get you on this contraception because that's just going to offer that immediate protection right and like yes and no like yes it can sort of you know put the I how I like to look at it is it's like that's just putting a plaster on something that needs stitches at some point you're going to need the stitches so don't just put yeah. the plaster on it. It's the quick fix thing that they're going to do and offer you. Yeah. 
I didn't get on with the pill. Well, and then I went back on it just again for that reason. I was like, oh, well, I'll think about it later. If I go on the pill, it's not the problem. You know, it's fine. And yeah. people don't realize this. And we were, again, we were speaking about this earlier about our knowledge around like contraception and hormones, right? If you go onto a contraceptive pill and you have a withdrawal bleed, that is not a period. Yeah. What yeah. contraceptives don't do and how I like to kind of visualize it for people in the most simple ways. If you imagine that when a contraception is put into your body, it kind of turns like an off switch on your natural hormones mm-hmm. and they're like a, a fake one coming and pretending to be it. And yes, it's yeah. going to protect you and everything, but anything that happens isn't the real thing. Yeah. So it's not a real period. Everything in your normal menstrual cycle is completely on pause, dormant, sleeping, however you want to word it. So if you're on contraception and having periods, you're not. Yeah. Plain and simple. And actually, I can't remember where I heard this. It was on. It was either a book or one of the many hundred podcasts that I listened to. Apparently, there's very minimal research around if you don't have a natural menstrual cycle, but you're taking contraception, that that contraception doesn't actually protect you against some of the negative side effects, uh, like long-term health effects. Yeah, I feel like I've heard that as well. I'm sure. I don't know where I've heard it, but I've definitely heard it somewhere. Yeah. So even yeah. if you like, use it to protect yourself, you're not actually protecting yourself at all. No, I think the I think the best thing to do, and I know that we spoke about this on the, the call, didn't we, the other week, that if you are you know, thinking, God, are my periods normal? The only way you're going to be able to tell is by by coming off the pill and and seeing. But obviously, you know, it depends what stage in your life are. I'm not telling people to come off the pill, oh, just God. see your periods are normal. Um, but yeah, if it's something that obviously you are, you maybe think that the, there has been some irregularities before or you were thinking of coming off the, the pill, the only way that you'd be able to do that to see if your periods are regular is to obviously stop the pill and see what's going on yeah and on that note speaking of like long-term health effects and stuff for people who maybe again are listening to this and being like don't have one but again don't want kids not really that bothered we spoke about some of the more short-term things which i know for me were quite i didn't realize how intense they were until i come back so like low mood love the low sex drive i had really bad problems with my mood i had yeah. really bad problems with sleep I'd, i've had really bad problems with my strength like I didn't realize like why have my strength suddenly stopped going up why am I getting weaker and I'm putting in all this effort you know you need estrogen and your sex hormones to be able to progress you need it to build muscle hence why I don't even yeah. like train even though I have for years um loads and loads of stuff but it's the long-term stuff that I think scary and I think it's the long-term stuff that we don't think about right because this is happening to people who are you know young teenagers in their early 20s early 30s we don't think about being older but it's going to happen to us so you want to explore some and talk about some of that the long-term effects of like if someone's like not gone for a period for a bit of time without scaring them but just giving them the reality check like what what things can happen as a result yeah I think I think the one that stands out for me is your bone density yeah and I'm sure it's nine months without period six with that six months my god six even worse um obviously not having enough estrogen and well circulating estrogen your bones can then start to mimic someone who is it 80 years old postmenopausal in their 80s like and that is absolutely absolutely flipping terrifying absolutely terrifying it is and i'm i'm in that position because i got i had a bone scan scan last year in december or november and I was like on the brink of osteoporosis. And I just wow. remember just, it, this is like how wild my journey's been. I remember seeing that. And I went, fuck. And I still didn't do anything about it. 
because yeah. I just was completely immersed in the whole bodybuilding life. But this is the thing, right? And I think about, I still think about that now, right? I think, right, I don't want to be like, you know, have worked my entire life to work really hard to get to a point where I can retire. And then, you know, I've got a plan in my life. I want to retire quite young and just be fucking adventurous and go travel the world. I don't want to be traveling the world and snapping my hip every fucking time I step off the plane. Do you know no, what I mean? I don't no. want that life for myself at all. No, exactly. You want to, you want to, and I'm sure everyone else will do, like you want to be able to live a healthy life for as long as possible. And you want to feel, you want to feel the best you can feel for for as long as you want to feel it mm. or as long as you can feel it, sorry. Yeah, and the thing is, like, why have we all got into this? If you think about a lot of the people who are struggling with lack of menstrual cycles, it's to do with the fact that they're involved in exercise and stuff. Well, a part of the reason we do this is health-orientated and, you know, like I said, yeah. feeling your best and doing your best. Well, that's you got to consider that. And there's other long-term things as well, right? Like, you know, um, on, I think, is it blood pressure as well? And, like, mm-hmm. no, it's not blood pressure, sorry. It's um, cholesterol, things like that, because you need healthy yeah. broth. There's so many things that it comes into play with that we just don't think about beyond kids. So if there is someone out there right now who's maybe in the boat that we've been in, lost it in a bit of a mental turmoil maybe where we you know we were at those crossroad points it's easy for us to say who how who we're both starting to see the bent you know you you very much so you start to see the benefits which i want want to chat to about in a second and i'm starting to experience them myself it's easy for us to go just you know just just do it just you know get the help and put this first and people might go yeah i should but what would you really like if you could go back to that crossroad point you were at before what would you say to that old version of yourself to really make them see and feel the value of doing this for themselves I would probably say that although you can't see the things that may be happening now or that they haven't happened now they will certainly do in the future and you know you you only get one body and you only get one life and I think for me anyway like life is so precious I absolutely love my life and if it got to a point where you know I was still carrying on because I I didn't actually want to start doing the work because it scared me I would impair that for the rest of my life anyway yeah and I think as well like obviously I know you said that it's it's easy for us to sit here and say you know the work is so rewarding but genuinely it's it has changed my life like there's been so many improvements and so many benefits that I've got out from it it's you can't trump it amazing and on that note what does that look like for you so now that you're well where I I know because you were sort of saying I saw in your story the other day about how you're trying to get your cycle length regular so how long have you had menstrual cycles now and sort of like what is the process looking like for you at the moment in time so the first one came back January 20, sorry, January last year. Yep. So a year ago. And then I didn't actually have another period until June. So it was like a 50, can't have been 55. Was it 55? I've written it down here. What, however many days that was, six months, sorry. So it was actually six months that I didn't have another one. But that can also be quite common for people. I think you can obviously have your first period and you'll you might expect to get it back so then the behaviors then will you'll start to think oh I've got it back now so I can kind of kicks in a little bit yeah yeah but you know that is not the case like you just have to keep moving forward and remind yourself why you're doing it but yeah so that one was June and then ever since then they have been around 39 one at 55 days and then it dropped to 39 
and then went back up to 41 and then dropped to 39. And then this one that I'm having just now, that was a 32 day cycle. So it's taken me, it's taken me a year to obviously get my periods back and get them, you know, get into a more regular kind of quote unquote normal state. Mm. So things are, things are really positive. And like, I always keep reminding myself that, you know, if I do have these days where I struggle in my body or I kind of want to, you know, diet because of the way that I'm feeling, I always think to myself, you've, you've done all of this work and, you know, even if you did want to go down the route of pursuing physique goals again, you're not in a healthy body to be able to do that. You're not going to get the results that you actually want to. So keep on, keep on doing it, keep on going it. And, you know, when you, you do bleed, you know, each month and it gets shorter, the immense relief and just happiness that you feel, which I'm sure nobody is saying that who has regular menstrual cycles, yeah. but I'm just, I'm just so over the moon still. And that's why I share it so much all the time on social media, because I don't think, unless you've been in the situation before, I don't think that you appreciate having a regular cycle. Um, and only the people that have lost it and get it back will know just that feeling of either getting it back for the first time or getting it back the second time and then it being regular um so yeah amazing and you were saying that since doing the work like you've seen it's been life-changing and you've seen benefits like what what does that mean for you like what things feel and experience different in your life now that you haven't done this work for yourself and felt these changes I'm a lot less uptight when it comes to like my schedule and if if I don't get to the gym one day and my because my friend says to me oh do you want to come out for a meal usually I would have said oh no I'm, I've got other things to do but I actually go if I really want to go to that meal I know that my training can shift and I can go and spend time with my friends so the social connection the quality time with people that I have because I'm not I'm actually so much more present with them because I'm not thinking, oh my God, I've got so many steps to do or oh, I've got this, I've got that, or I can't eat this, can't eat that. I'm so much more relaxed and present with people, which family and friendships are a big, big value of mine. So obviously that is just, you know, a really positive thing that's come out of it. Another thing as well is that I've actually been able to come away from calorie tracking for how long has it been? Probably nine months now. Um, which again there is nothing wrong with calorie tracking but for me who thought I could never come away from it and I just always thought that I would be tracking my calories you know for me to not be doing that for me to not get stressed about you know if I do go out and have a coffee and a cake or if I do order a takeaway with my partner not to get stressed thinking oh my god what has that done to my body like what you know have I gained weight I'm going to gain body fat I'm going to have to go out and get you know x amount of steps like Sometimes the stresses are still there. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm perfect and, you know, my relationship with food is, is healed, but I'm in a really good spot with food. My variety in my diet is so much more. I'm trying so many more new things. I'm cooking a lot more as well. Um, I'm saying yes to things that I wouldn't normally have. Um, it's just It just feels really nice. I feel like I'm just supporting my body in such a healthful way. Um Another thing is I've been able to work on my body image as well. And I'm not saying that you you 
can't do this any other time apart from HA recovery. But it's really allowed me to just go back and just think, you know, where has all these thoughts come from that to be successful, worthy light, I have to be in a certain body composition. So the way that I feel about myself and my body, I'm just so much more appreciative of it. Amazing. That's really lovely. Yeah. And I just I just feel like I'm way more chilled out about things. And I've actually been able to spend more time on the business. My education has has thrived since doing this. You know, my my coaching is very heavily focused now on, you know, health and holistic health while supporting people towards their physique goals relationship with food like I want the best for my clients and I don't want people to be in a position where I am so you know all of this what I've gone through is helping me you know share with others and share my clients so they don't have to be in the same position as well so I feel like I've just benefited so much from the process not just my health like it's you know everything that's going on in my life love that mic drop um and on that note mate if people have you know listen to this maybe want to you know because i know you're very happy to chat to people about things as you have been with me because i kind of just <laughs> i think i just like dm'd you one day and i was just like asking all these questions and you've been absolutely amazing yeah. Yeah, i know you'll feel, feel the same about supporting people so people either just want to ask you questions generally or you know reach out for support where can they find you on socials so i'm on instagram my handle is at loose mitch underscore fitness but i'm sure loose will put that in the notes yeah i will so remember it but and yes if you have obviously enjoyed it as well you know drop a tag and stuff and all that cringy stuff but amazing well thank you so much for your time it's been really insightful um and obviously i'm hope like i said at the start of this we could have at least given some knowledge bombs and education to people so you know whether you have ha or not i think it's a valuable thing to listen to and understand because we all have menstrual cycles and understanding the importance of them you know it's really powerful it really is and i've loved it loose like thanks so much for having me on it's been a pleasure it's been a pleasure um but on that note um we'll leave this one here have yourself a fantastic day everyone that's listened and i will see you on next week's episode